your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to good afternoon, good evening, good evening. Since the sun goes down earlier now, it's good evening. In the summer, it's good afternoon. Welcome to what day is today? Wednesday? Midday, midweek. Going to have Terry Bauer. A little interview I did with Terry Bauer in just a couple of minutes. He's the Moon Dunes guy. He's also got some other big news. If you've been on wisdomnews.com and you've noticed that he's one of four candidates running for on Alaska mayor. Talked with him a little bit ago. So you won't be able to ask Terry Bauer questions, but we had a pretty pretty fun time in here. Uh, he pranked me, which was all interesting. I can get into that after the interview, but uh, that was funny. A couple of headlines, because that's all we want to read, right? That's all we do nowadays is read headlines and then jump on the Facebook or jump on the comments and and be outraged. That's that's how we're doing news nowadays, right? Uh, U.S. Iran stepped back from the brink. Region still on edge. Uh, it appears that hopefully we're done, right? Hopefully we're done shooting missiles at each other, so to speak. Not really shooting missiles into the United States, but in uh, the Iran missile attacks yesterday seemed to be just like a warning a little bit. Didn't hurt any, didn't kill anyone. I think they targeted those tar- targeted those bases, Iraqi bases, housing U.S. troops. For a reason. Hey, we've got capabilities here. We could do harm. You did the, the you did a thing to us. This is what we're going to do to you. Just as a shot across the bow, so to speak. Uh, so hopefully those, hopefully that stuff in my book anyway. Hopefully that stuff dies down. Other people, maybe they want to go to war. I don't know if I do. No, I know I don't. <laughs> don't want to get don't want to get into that. Um, and it's always a little bit of a distraction too. I mean, this, that's like a scary thing when countries are shooting missiles at each other and Iraq gets stuck in the middle there. Uh, but there's also an impeachment trial going about to happen and where we're at with that house is still holding the ball waiting to, uh, deliver the articles to the Senate trying they're trying to trying to negotiate the houses and the Senate you know the Senate's not going to negotiate because Mitch McConnell runs the Senate and he's just going to sweep it under the rug. Uh, we've got a call, Eric from Sparta. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, Keith going to be on tomorrow? Yes. I one one question I want to ask Minnesota residents. Uh, do they think uh, Elon Omar will be reelected to the Congress next year? The liberal hack, the same as you. Thank you. Okay. Eric from Sparta, outraged by a congresswoman in the Twin Cities. Also where we're at in politics. Yes, she'll get reelected. She's super popular in her area. Somali refugee who doesn't also doesn't want wars, come out on social media, very much against war, 
Maybe because she comes from a country that's been at war. Uh, anyway, Senate impeachment, Senate impeachment trial. And yes, Keith Knutson, Viterbo political scientist, will be on tomorrow. And we'll get into this. Maybe we'll get into how, you know, a potential war plays into a distraction to an impeachment trial or an impeachment trial plays into a distraction with a war. I don't know. A um, couple more. I think Pete's calling in. Pete, you there? You're on the air, man. Hey, uh, uh, you know, I was just going to mention uh, that impeachment deal probably going to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, now that uh, Iran fired their missiles, uh and Iraq doesn't want us there anymore. Don't you think this is the perfect time to just cut bait and leave? I mean, it's perfect time, seems yeah. like to me. There's I, I nothing feel, there for us. I feel like, did did Trump not run on getting us out of the Middle East? Is that one of his... <laughs> Absolutely. I remember that. Okay, so yeah. that... Is this, you know, this could be the brilliant way to, uh, you know, I, I think maybe, maybe he could fall into this, is, hey, we're going to start a war with Iran... And then it's going to backfire because maybe we figure out, oh, maybe uh, most citizens in the United States don't want to go to war. And now Iraq is like, get your troops out of our country and then be like, you know what? We'll just leave. <laughs> like, you could stumble right. into this. Right. And, and, and you know, we, uh, we weren't invited into Syria. So the Syrians don't want us there. The Iraqis, uh, the Shiites now, they all got together and said they don't want us there. And uh, uh, I think about the only place we have left is uh, uh, Saudi Arabia and Kuwait. And, uh, but, you know, so keep those, yeah, I, I suppose they would keep those guys there because, you know, the Saudis uh, and, and, of course, Israel. But I know Lebanon isn't nuts about us. We just gave, what, $5 billion to Jordan so that they could build a border wall, which <laughs> defies logic, in my opinion, but that's what that uh, spending bill came out to. But, uh, we could get out of Iraq, we could get out of Syria, and no question is asked because they didn't want us to leave anyway. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the call, Pete. i got to get get to news here. Um, yeah, this would be the perfect time for Trump to go, you know what, let's get out of here. We'll just leave. I don't know I don't know how that works. Everyone says it's so you know, complicated to get out of the Middle East. For for whatever reasons, I'm not a Middle East expert. I don't think many people are. Uh, but, yeah, we'll just leave. And at this point, I don't think anyone... Does any country like us anymore? We're just on a... Kind of on an island over here. All right, we're going to hit news. And then uh interview with Terry Bauer. He's running for mayor in Alaska after this. I'm with him. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. We've got a special guest in here again. First time this year, second time in a couple of weeks. Terry Bauer in studio with me. The last time you were in here, you gave me some secret news that has since come out that there's a Moon Tunes concert. Uh, when is that again? February 29th. February 29th. But that isn't the reason you're in here. You're in here to. I, I guess you want to. You you want to spit out the news? Yeah, I've uh, taken out papers and apply, uh, filed yesterday to be uh, a candidate for mayor of Onalaska, Wisconsin. Now, do you did you see the other names on the list? Yes. And do you want to go 
name by name to smear them one at a time, or do you want to just naturally bring them up and, and smear them? Let's bring them up. Let's bring them up, each, yeah. of, each of them. It's, it's politics. Okay, who uh, do you want to take down first? Uh, okay. they're, they're all good candidates. They're all good candidates. Yeah, yeah we, won't, we won't name them because then they, they're only going to be, people only will be familiar with you. And also because I don't have the list in front of me, I can't look at the names. But obviously, there's four other candidates at this point. How, when's the deadline? To do you know when the deadline is to f- file for? Yeah, that was uh, well, actually today at five. But, today at five. Everybody filed yesterday, so it already happened. You cannot run for mayor anymore. There are only those four names, as far as I know, unless somebody filed papers before five p.m. today. I'm uh, I uh, clearly didn't look that up. But anyway, so you're running for mayor. From my understanding, you haven't run for any offices before. That's correct. And uh, not even student council president. That's correct. Back in high school or something. Did you guys have high school back in the day when you were in school? Or was it just like that? When I watch these uh, old shows, it's like all the kids are in one classroom out in the middle of a field. Yeah, yeah one of my friends was like that. Yeah. <laughs> one room schoolhouse. But I was a little more fortunate. A little more fortunate. Yeah. Um, so so why, why did you decide... This is, you know, I, for first first of all, Joe Chilson had to step down as mayor for health reasons, and a uh, very sad news. So it's it's kind of bittersweet that you, you for you if you end up being the mayor, it's bittersweet because uh, you you know him pretty well, right? Yeah, he lives on the next block for me. Next block, and um, I know you've been talking to a lot of people about you know whether or not to run and how to run and what the issue should be. What has Joe told you? In, in terms of running for mayor that maybe you took and you went, yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's good advice or. Here, here's what he said, Rick. Terry, you're a doer. You get things done. If you become mayor and you get into city hall and, and hit all the governmental roadblocks, you're going to get frustrated because you're used to doing things. And, and I thought, you know, but I'm pretty good at compromising and building a coalition and collaboration. And if you got a good vision, I said, Joe, I think I'll just give it a give it a go and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is right. Uh, you know, most of the time when I do something, uh, I do it. And I won't be able to do that as mayor. You'll have to work along kind of the political field that's out there with the common council and the city administrator. Yeah, this isn't going so to be a dictatorship anymore. No. Your Moontoons dictatorship run. <laughs> Do you have to resign from that or can you keep going and doing that? Well that's all volunteers. So I think I'll be there's no conflict there. There's no conflict and no. and I, I just in, in my in my mind that might be something that takes up a lot of your time. It makes you, you know, is is a busy is a, a busy thing. So maybe you would have to like pawn some of that stuff off. Well, I, I did check with the city to make sure there were no Thursday night meetings. Okay, that, that would have been a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> so the city council meetings are Tuesday. Uh, but yeah, you're you're exactly right, Rick. Uh, the, the mayoral position in Alaska is part time, but when I look at what part time is, it's uh, it's there's a lot of hours. You got a lot of meetings with a lot of different commissions. Is there? Because I thought we, when Chilson made their, he made the position a part-time position. The city administrator, I think that's what it's called, is yep. is kind of the the uh, busy work. Per, I don't even know what you want to call it. Yeah. But the mayor, I thought the mayor just rode in the parades and did the you know the the, the wave, and and you were just like the the figurehead of Von Alaska. Isn't that it? Close. Uh, but no cigar. No. Oh, okay. No. No. There's you a, actually have to do. There's stuff. like five or six co- commissions that you need to sit in on, and uh, it, it's it's a little more work than than uh, you let on to believe when it says part time. You're not just the uh, the pretty face. 
Well, that, for sure, that's not the case <laughs> in my case. Um, but, you know, when you're younger and you are uh, got a family and you're starting your job and you're working pretty hard, you don't have time for something like this. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm retired... And the last few years, a lot of people have told me, you know, you should be running for mayor. You should be the mayor. And I just kind of always blew it off. And then uh, when Joe resigned so abruptly, uh, it just seemed like the timing was right. Let's give it a shot. And uh, I think I've got some ideas, and and, uh, I don't have them all formulated yet into a package or a platform because I want to do more research. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to comment on something I'm not really well-versed in. On the you know what are the pros and cons and where are we at? You don't just want to tweet stuff out. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> um, I, I'm already an idiot. I don't need to validate it. We we don't have to get into your whole bio, but are you from on Alaska? How, how long have you lived there? What is? Can you just go through that a little yeah, bit? Yep. I was born a black child, and no, no, that's <laughs> that's Steve Martin. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Um, no, I, I'm from uh, a little town called Durand. Uh, went to school in Eau Claire, went to the Twin Cities for four, five, six, seven years, came back to Eau Claire for 20, moved to Alaska in 97. And we moved here because, well, of course, I took a job with Reiner Foods, so I had to be in town, VP of sales, I had to live here. Uh, but we love the school district. We love the city. Um, it's just a great place to raise your family. And so we've been here now since 1997. Uh, love it. I think I want to continue. Uh, really, nothing's broken on Alaska. You know, it's not like a not even the roads because everybody complains about the roads over here. I tell you what. Well, yeah, you cross ninety, you're in a different world. <laughs> you go north of ninety uh, on Alaska is pretty solid with roads. Uh, we got great fire and police protection. We got awesome schools. Uh, so what I can do though is is like oh, I did at Reinhardt in my career was look for continuous improvement. Where can we make some strides to improve what's already working well? But just tweak it. And uh, so I, I want to bring some new energy. The three people I'm competing with are veteran political people in Alaska. I would be the newbie. You're like uh, the game show host of the uh, candidates. You know, I could be. <laughs> so what's behind door number three? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, so what I, I, I don't have those political coattails, maybe, so to speak, that that I want to be the... Uh, mayor of the citizens, the mayor of the voters, the mayor of the residents, not some political machine. I'm very middle of the road. Um, fiscal conservative on, on uh, taxes, of course. I want to maintain our good tax rate uh, and ensure that we're getting the proper services for those tax dollars. I want to work on the Omni Center, increasing the presence of the Omni Center, um, more activity there, uh, have more activities in Dash Park. I work for economic development within Onalaska. Um, I just, a lot I just of retails feel, like, are, I feel like you're going to take Moon Tunes and move it to Onalaska. Uh, not a chance. No. <laughs> uh, Riverside Park is uh, that's where that needs to be. Um, 22 years in Onalaska since 1997. How has you, you've watched the city change in 22 mm-hmm. years? Can you can you have you? I guess what what have you seen change in the la- in that length of time? Well, economic development, but you know I think I'm a lot. Like other citizens, you know, you don't really pay attention to what's going on uh, other than you go vote and then you go on with your life. And then unless you have to contact the city or the county or anything like that, you know, you're kind of not paying attention to what's going on at the city or the county. And then sometimes you hear people say, like, well, who did that and why and when? Well, you know, like uh, that was voted on a couple of weeks ago and 
Oh, well, we didn't know that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to raise some transparency there so that people are aware of things that might impact them. And certainly uh, continue that servant leadership that I've built my career on of making sure everyone's got the tools to do their jobs at City Hall, that they enjoy their job, and that their interaction with the public is positive. Because, you, you you know, there's always that joke, you know, you, you don't want to go to the DMV because it's terrible at the DMV. You know, that connotation of government. That yeah, right. You just can't. They, they aren't. They're, they're um, the only show in town. So, you know, customer service isn't always high on their list. And I think the people I've talked to at, at City Hall uh, do a good job of, of being very friendly with the uh, public and doing a good job with them and providing great service. Yeah, when you when you talk about, uh, you mentioned police and fire. I mean, there's been a little bit of controversy with the police and fire in the, in the past year. <laughs> yep. Even, you know, I think chiefs leaving and, and D, DUIs and, and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. As a mayor, I don't, you go in there and clean it up, guys, or I, you know, whatever. I don't think that's how it works, but yeah. it's just something that you know, and and you and and that stuff sometimes tries to get swept under the rug because it is controversial. Yep. Do you do you see that as a as something you might want to step in and, and try to bring to light a little bit better? Well, I've I've uh, spent time with Chief Ashbeck, and he's new from West Salem, probably a year, year and a half, somewhere in there, and uh, solid. He's, he's great for the department, great for the city as a police chief. I spent some time with Billy, our fire chief, and um, like him a lot. And I think uh, he's got a great thing going on with the department, and that will continue. So right now I'm very confident that the two people who have in positions of uh, managing those departments are, are the right people. Chilson's kind of left that. Uh, you don't have to think about that too well. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing, just sticking with the fire, uh, lacrosse. Uh, has Gilliam, the fire chief Gilliam in, in La Crosse has come in here a couple of times. And one of the conversations we always have is having a fire co-op with our surrounding city. So La Crosse and Alaska could have some kind of co-op, which might get run out of the La Crosse department just because they're the biggest entity. Is that something you've put any thought into at this point? Because it seems like a good idea to me, but maybe people from Mount Alaska are like, nope, we, don't, we're, we want ours and they keep theirs. I, I agree that that could be the first reaction. I think as that's developed and discussed and brought to the attention of everybody, I, uh, my feeling is if you lay out why you're doing something and the advantages of why you're doing it and you build that consensus, uh, I think where you get the negativity coming in is like you just said, Rick, where you hear bits and pieces and you say like, well, no, no, we're, we're here and it's our turf and we're not doing anything different. But there's, I think, some valid reasons for looking at your – um, financial resources and how you apply those to your community. Well, and this and is public safety too. So when you that's know, critical. you're combining, so yeah. obviously there's going to be more resources uh, and yep. you know, uh, your fire department should be able to help lacrosse out and lacrosse would be able to help. But it's funny though. We don't talk about this with police, but we do talk about it with fire. So I don't. Yep. Well, recently we had a fire on uh, exit five, that semi caught fire and Alaska responded and he called for help from West Salem and lacrosse. Uh, mutual aid for that fire. It was a rather significant fire. I think the freeway was closed like nine hours. Yeah, I drove by um, it uh, at like 10 at night, and it happened uh, sometime in the morning. Morning, so. exactly. Uh, so I know Chief Gilliam is meeting with Billy and the home and fire chief to discuss that. And, uh, I, again, if that if those discussions are out in the open and people know why, uh, then we, we can make it a valid decision. 
but we can't make a decision without knowing the facts. Yeah. So I am all for looking at things and see if they work. And if they and work, open mind, great. Essentially. I, I think so. And if um, you never know until you actually pursue it, look at it, and uh, it might just say like, "This makes a great, makes a lot of sense." Mm-hmm. You know, we just we we bolster our resources by providing some mutual aid. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Well, not quite a quick break. We're going to hit Scott's comment and the news. We'll be back with Lacrosse Talk PM and Terry Bauer, who's running for mayor in Onalaska. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, talking with Terry Bauer, who has announced his candidacy to run for mayor of Onalaska. He's one of at least three other people. So he's one of four people running for mayor. Before the break, we were talking about co-ops and lacrosse in Onalaska and surrounding communities uh, combining fire departments. Another thing, just when, when you talk about co-ops, I, I guess this is going to be the co-op show, but the lacrosse center has had some contention with Onalaska and other surrounding communities, the lacrosse center. The city of lacrosse, in regards to the lacrosse center, has had some contention because obviously it's a $42 million entity and it's going to benefit the whole area, I believe. And lacrosse, the city of lacrosse has asked Onalaska, hey, can you pitch in on this? And so far, Onalaska's answer has been no. Do you have any thoughts there, or is it just something you're going to have to research if you're a mayor? I need to do some more research on it, but my my gut feeling is, uh, in talking to some of the hotel managers in Onalaska, that when the center is busy, so are their hotels. And those hotels are in Onalaska. That's good for Onalaska. It's good for our restaurants and nearby those hotels. So I really want to learn more about that. But I think to be a good neighbor and to, to bring the tourists into our community, being the Cooley region, uh, we all benefit. So I, I'm hoping that as I learn more about that, Rick, we can make a, I can make that part of my platform and make a decision that I will be behind it or um, – yeah. And but you, but you it's already too mentioned early to say that you guys have your own. You have the Omni Center, we, so we do. But it's it's, it's a different level, you know. It's, yeah. it's as I mean the, the Lacrosse Center hosts Donald Trump, the Omni Center, Bernie Sanders. So well, I saw George Bush at the Omni Center. Oh, you did? Okay, I yeah. Did, yeah. And I wasn't around back then, so I wouldn't even know. But do you plan on having a rally with Bernie Sanders sometime during your candidacy here for mayor? Just to to to, you know, I feel like that would be a good person. No, I'm just kidding. Um, or Donald Trump. You we can have, do anything. Yeah, have them all there. Have a double rally. I, I, I don't know why not. I mean, it all brings things into the community. And uh, how do you make decisions without knowing more of the facts? Do you have any any big ideas or just like this is the I, – I don't – I think I – did I ask you this already? Do you have just one big – you know, this is the biggest issue with on Alaska that I would like to get done? Yeah. Uh, well, high on my list is tourism. Um, we've you got have that giant bluegill out there. So we do. And that you know, brings a yeah. lot. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, that's <laughs> a great view there over the lake. But, uh, you know, the, the silent sports that we promote in the Cooley region, uh, we've got the black river, uh, right below, uh, the great river landing. You have access to the black river. You can go all the way down to the Mississippi and to New Orleans if you want, uh, bike trails, uh, hiking trails, uh, all kinds of things could happen in that that 40 acres uh, below the city there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to look at how we get uh, working with AJ at the La Crosse Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. How do we get uh, on Alaska uh, up on this pecking order of uh, that tourism office to include uh, on Alaska in the marketing to another degree? Because I was on that uh, board 
uh, when we merged on Alaska and La Crosse tourism departments together. Mm-hmm. And again, that was some synergy that made sense. You know, there's there's no sense to have two separate entities marketing. marketing. Uh, it's it's kind of like Wisconsin Dells. You know, the Dells and Lake Delton get together, and, and Lake Delton's kind of like it's got the big stick down there. That's the biggest street. Um, but they work in partnership, and they draw lots of people there with their marketing dollars. And I just think we need to get some tourism dollars and fill up our hotels and, and the restaurants and the shopping centers in Onalaska. Um, I could be wrong, but is the mall in Onalaska? I believe the mall has been annexed by the city of La Crosse. Okay. So that, I mean, that, I believe, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. And I believe on the west side of 16, and that is Onalaska. Mm-hmm. So do you think I should annex uh, the mall and turn yeah. it into something? Do you want, I, I feel like you... Man, look across, you do? can have the mall at this point. Eh, you can keep the mall. But I saw they lost another store today. Yeah. I Yankee just, Candle. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's people don't shop in shops anymore. And I don't know if that's an issue that, I mean, if you're going to be part of, if you're going to be the mayor and, and that that's going to be a part of, the, well, part it, of your deal. I it guess. is part of your deal because it's a tax base. It's jobs. You know, it has a lot of ramifications. Um so yeah, it's it's an important part of managing a city, uh, providing opportunity for uh, new businesses to come to town, uh, have access to buildings, areas they can build a new building. Uh, all that plays into the picture. Um, I'll get into uh, having more indoor sand volleyball courts if you do become the mayor, because that's all I ever talk to the mayors about. Okay, <laughs> we'll are do we, that if you we, win. Is there a shortage of them? <laughs> well, there are none. <laughs> But uh, I, I think that's all. Is there is there any other issue or that I haven't brought up? I you know, I think we're we're a ways away from the election, so we can right. always come back and, well, and bring them up. But is there something I'm I'm forgetting? We are and we aren't. I mean, February 18th is not that far away. Oh, is it fe- okay? That's, that's the primary. The primary, yeah. Oh, yeah. That and makes then, sense. Then I believe the two winners of the primary advance to the general right, election yep. April 7th. So it's I was not thinking that April far there, away. But, yeah. yeah, it's not that far away. Um, Again, one last chance to smear those other three candidates. Oh, I'd love to. They're all great people. <laughs> all right. Terry Bauer, not going to smear anybody. Uh, running for Onalaska mayor. February 18th is the primary. Is that what you said? That's correct. February okay. 18th. We'll get the dates right. Uh, seven, to, 7 to 8 is polling hours. Okay. And then April 7th is the general election, which is also the presidential election. So there could be a pretty fair turnout that day on April 7th. Yeah, it'd be, it should be interesting. I, I, yeah, I feel like it might be the biggest turnout ever. Um, all right, Terry, thanks a lot for joining me. Thank you so much. Have a happy New Year. And don't forget to vote. No, we're done doing New Year things. Remember we talked? Well, we didn't talk. I didn't talk about this with you. You can't do Happy New Year after seven days after January 1st. So I'm reprimanded. Yep. Okay, we'll just cut that out. I'll go sit in the corner. <laughs> all right, thanks, Terry. All right, one more quick break. We'll be back with Lacrosse Talk PM after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608 785 7914 if you want to get in here. Terry Bauer no longer in here. We actually recorded that a little earlier, so that's why I didn't take phone calls. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, Terry's a busy man. He happened to be downtown with me. Little while ago, or downtown, so it was just easy for him to pop in. Uh, he's doing his media tour today, uh, so thank you, Terry, for coming in. If you want to call in and uh, smear Terry now, because we gave Terry the opportunity to smear his candidates, but he didn't do that. But uh, now is now is your chance to uh, smear Terry. No, I'm just kidding. Don't smear Terry Bauer. I don't think anyone would, but it would be me and the other candidates for mayor, Bob Muth. 
Kim Smith and Jim Benash. So those are the three other candidates, uh, along with Terry Bauer, that have filed papers running for mayor. That deadline was today. I've uh, got a couple of texts. Uh, <laughs> Josh, because I don't know how to start the day, Josh did remind me that the days are getting longer now. Thank goodness. So eventually the sun will be out, but we'll have to turn back the clocks when we do that. Uh, Al said he'd love to hear what listeners think about President Trump's speech, specifically the opening line that he gave. Uh, We could hit on that tomorrow, Al, when Keith Knudsen's in here. Libertarian guy. So I started the show talking about Iran and missile crisis or whatever you want to call it, the Iran missile crisis, the Cuban missile crisis. Uh, the war crisis, could we call it that? Uh, libertarian guy said we should ban missiles in Iran and the United States so that no one ever gets killed by one. If it's going to work for guns, why not missiles too? Yeah, sounds good. Ban, ban missiles everywhere. It's trying to do that with nuclear weapons. So, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. We decided to get out of the what is it called, the Iran compact, where they don't try to advance building nuclear weapons. We just got out of that, and then, you know, we killed their number two. And then they said, well, we're going to start making nuclear weapons again. So, good deal. Um, and last texter, uh, none has to do with Terry Bauer. Well, one does, but this one from Phil. Trump said today that NATO and Europe will be asked to step up to involve themselves in the Mideast since America is, is energy independent and has no need to be involved. Uh, that was the news today, but fake news media review, refuses to cover positive stories about Trump. Um, that the U.S. doesn't need to be involved and NATO should go to the Middle East because they depend on that oil. I think Europe depends on Russian oil. Um, I feel like if uh, we don't need to be involved in the Middle East, then we shouldn't be assassinating their number twos. And uh, another texter texted in in regards to Terry Bauer announcing his candidacy and what we talked about here. Why not co-op street departments? Silly to have plows pick up just because of some imaginary line on the street, right? Yeah, good good point. Uh, It is funny how we talk about combining... Combining like uh, fire, fire, but we don't do that with police. Not really sure why. There's a power struggle there. I mean, there's a power struggle with the fire department. Why we don't do that? But um, it is one of those topics that maybe maybe we we bring it up. I believe Jim has been Jeff has been waiting. Hey Jeff, you're on the air, Lacrosse Talk PM. Go ahead. Yeah. Um reason I'm calling is I, I don't live in Alaska, and I want to make sure that people uh, make a wise vote when they vote, whether it's the, the primary or the regular. Uh, there's one person, and I'm not going to mention any names. Uh, I know him real well, and uh, I'm thinking that, you know, people need to make the wise choice. The guy, I will say, was on the Alaska Council before. He's also involved with other uh, community things, and I know that he hasn't completed 
enough time doing other things, and I don't think he would be a good candidate uh, for mayor of Alaska. You don't think or you do think? I don't think he would be a good person for Alaska this, mayor. This unnamed person you're not mentioning? That's right. Okay. Well, there's only two other guys running, so, I mean... We're, we're we're kind of uh we're just we're just guessing at this point. Well, Who th- <laughs> I'm not I'm not guessing. Uh, uh, I will say this: his not, his his name is Bob. I'll put it that way. Okay. All right. Okay. So there's an anti-endorsement from Jeff uh, for Bob Muth, not for Onalaska Mayor to to not be the Onalaska Mayor. Eric from Sparta has been waiting patiently. Eric, you're on the air again. Go ahead. Yeah, I see that Terry Burr guy, he'd be a pretty good uh, mayor for uh, Alaska. He could give across a run for their money with that Omni Center up there. He could bring some bands up there that make people's tail spin. And I, and I think they would make a lot of money off that, and I think he's a good guy. He's not a criminal like most politicians. And one more thing is uh, Scott Rubberstraw. White guys? Who's a racist here? Thanks. All right. Thank you, Eric, for that, I guess. Uh, number three is calling in. Number three, you're on the air. Is that true you're running for mayor of Houston? <laughs> I I think I have to live in Houston to, to run for mayor. I don't live in Houston, so. Well, you live on the outskirts of Houston. Yeah, I don't think that counts, so. But I'm not. Well, maybe running. you could try. Maybe you could try Holka then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could create a city where I could be the mayor, right? Right. I got one question for you. What was the temperature in your house this morning when you woke up? Well, last night when I got home, it was 54 degrees because the batteries in my thermostat died. Oh um, no! But, but it's it's fif- set at 58. I tough it's it out. Set at 58. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got a little. I was just wondering. I got a little. I got one other thing. You want to be employee of the week? Uh, here or just in general? No, where you where you work there? Okay. Okay, you tell who's ever in charge of your advertising that Menards ad ended Saturday. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Thanks for the call. 608-785-7914. 608-785-7914. Uh, Bob's waiting. Hold tight, hold tight, Bob. I, I got a text in here. If you don't think Iran was already spitting centrifuges past the allowed limit before Trump pulled us out of this compact, you or whatever thinks this are, are nuts. So essentially Iran was making nuclear weapons while pretending to be in the compact to de-escalate their nuclear weapons production, right? Or research. Um, sure, I guess. They, they were doing that in the basement of Salmani's house, right, maybe? Uh, Bob, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, hi, Rick. Um, number one, uh, were you... Um, I don't know how old you are. Were you alive when the... Uh, Cuban uh, Missile Crisis happened? I was not. I watched the movie, but it was a while ago, the Kevin right. Costner movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was a crisis. They were in Cuba. They had um, nuclear missiles pointed at the United States. That mm-hmm. was a crisis. Um, so you're comparing the Middle East-Iran crisis to that, and <laughs> that's not even close. Anyway, 
um, the last guy that text, the guy that just texted in, um, we know they're trying to develop nuclear weapons. I mean, they have deep underground bunkers, which we mostly know where, where they're at, and uh, they're trying to develop nuclear weapons in those deep underground bunkers. And they're also uh, trying to make uh, intercontinental missiles to strike the United States. But, I mean, President Obama, what did he do? He gave them $150 billion in cash and currency. Um, and all that did was uh, give cash to the terrorist groups like Hezbollah, Hamas. And uh, uh, Trump is not going to let them get a nuclear weapon. I mean, we have good intelligence, so if we think they're close to it. Um, we're gonna, we, we, Trump will hit them. And uh, President Trump, what he did, what he's done, he's, uh, he's prevented a war. He hasn't started it. And Iran doesn't dare uh, do anything else, because if they do, uh, they know that Trump will probably bomb the hell out of them. So, okay. Thanks. Thanks, Rick. Bye. All right. Thanks, Bob. Trump doesn't want a war, and if they and to prevent that, he's going to bomb the hell out of Iran. That's where we're at. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's all the time I have. So, sorry, Eric, you can't get your uh, fourth phone call in. But uh, tomorrow, Keith Knudsen is going to be in studio. And we'll talk about the impeachment, try to catch up on that, probably talk more about Iran and how we're going to deal with that. And we'll see what else we talk about. Might have another special guest on, too. I'm working it out. All right. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll, you'll hear me tomorrow. <laughs> Bye.